you're sick and wrong. I was going to go vote on your last show. Maybe buy a sick and wrong t-shirt. But I can't because the goddamn internet's down. Fuck. Okay. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. I guess I'm going to go do some bath salts or something. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. Wackerly. Sick and Wrong's Halloween show, episode 353. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Sam Hain Day to you. Thank you. You know, I'm I'm just looking through the... uh, the, the Skype cam here and I, I don't even see a single fucking jack-o'-lantern in your place. Like there's no, there's like no Halloween spirit. It's like a dearth of Halloween spirit over there in Wackerly land. What's going on? Uh, well, I mean, I'm looking behind you and I see like all the cutout ghosts and there's like a pumpkin placard on your door. You see the witch statue. There's some orange lights around your window. So you're, you have enough spirit for everyone. At least everyone on this podcast. My underwear is filled with candy corn right now. That's where I keep it. So it's warm, chewy. How do you keep it from going up your butthole? Uh, Tape. It's like duct tape. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you'd be dressed up like in a costume, like the the Gangnam style guy or something. That's what I was expecting. That'd be a good costume. I think it would be interpreted as racist. (laughs) I mean, I live in the Bay Area. There's a lot of Asian people around. You could do that in the Midwest where there's only like one Asian kid at your school and you're like, sorry, dude, <laughs> you big buck teeth in and like your eye ends of your eyes taped back. I remember one year, I think it was my sophomore, junior high school, uh, me and my friend Kessler, I went as Rick James and he went as, uh, God, what was his name? The guy, the boxing, Don King. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, and we really did like blackface and stuff. And at the time, everyone thought it was funny, ha ha ha. But you, you couldn't do that now. No, I mean, you get beat up by the, the the actual black kids in your school. The guy who really does look like Rick James, right? You know, he'd probably just kick the shit out of me. It'd be terrible. Were there any black people in your school? Did they remark upon your costume? I mean, it was a funny costume. It was obviously in jest. But yeah, that's that's what they all, that's what all racists say. It's just a joke. You can't take a joke, <laughs> God. But I think back about it now, and I'm like, God, what a fucking asshole! Like, what a shitty. Don't make costume a federal crime out of it. It's just a clan outfit. But I wouldn't have been upset if the black person went as a white guy, like that Eddie Murphy bit when he went as Mister White. I wouldn't what if care. He went as you know, what if he went as like some horrid Jew character? <laughs> You know, you know, it was funny. Last year, we had a Halloween party at our place, and there was a, this one guy. He's a black guy. He's a really cool dude. He's friends of a friend. He showed up as a Hasidic like rabbi. Hmm. So I, I mean, I was like, whatever. I think it's funny. It actually what was you, kind of funny to see a black guy dressed, dressed up, up as, as Hitler. A, <laughs> now that is offensive. <laughs> black Hitler. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know. Are you at least drinking pumpkin flavored beer over there? No, that shit is horrid. You know what happened? I had a uh, I was stuck in the airport. 
maybe a month and a half ago. It's real early in the fall. I mean, I don't even know if it's technically even fall yet, but they had these pumpkin spiced latte, which for some Ugh. dumb fucking reason, I decided like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to get the pumpkin latte. And it was just, it was so horrible <laughs> <laughs> and it was hot out. I don't know why I was getting a hot latte in the middle of the afternoon. It was hot out. I mean, it's air conditioned inside the airport, but still you just, it's not the kind of thing you want to be doing. I mean, and uh, so I'm drinking this frothy, syrupy, pumpkin spiced latte in the Ontario, California airport. And it's just put me off all pumpkin things for the rest of the season. So were you drinking that latte and then all of a sudden you just threw it into the trash and disgust? And you're like, you know what? Fuck Halloween. No Halloween this year for anyone. No, no. I drank the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> and then I said that. <laughs> I was like, I feel so gross after drinking that venti pumpkin spice latte. I wasn't actually at Starbucks, so it was actually just called a large, uh, you know, that large pumpkin spice latte that... You know, I'm Grinching it up this year. So wait a second. Or- you, Orange Grinch. Are you going to deny the world that shitty mask that you always wear every Halloween? Because you don't want to... P-Town stole the mask. Oh, shit. You know, that see, sucks. I'm like... I'm like... <laughs> I'm like a, a Dickensian character. Like, I may hate Halloween, but if you look into my past, if the ghost of Halloween past comes, you know, you can see the reasons why I hate it. You've had some some epic costumes though. What was the one that you had in college with like the band aid? Or no, was that in college? You had like band aids on your face. Oh, I've reprised that one quite a few. Times. <laughs> it's like it's so actually, easy to do. <laughs> you just put a bunch of band aids on your face, and you don't even and you don't even have to go to a Halloween <laughs> store. You just go to the drugstore. You get an entire box of band aids, and then you put them all over your face. If you're really feeling, uh, if you're really feeling. What's the word? Ambitious? You like to a- ask a girl if she can uh, put uh, some like blood eyeshadow, eyeshadow all over your eyes so they look like they're super black underneath the band aids. So what were you and, going uh, as, like Rodney King or something? <laughs> I think one year I called myself the Street Fighting Man. You know, I had my face all bandaged <laughs> up with band aids, and then I don't know. The other times I didn't. I just like I, I'm a band aid face man. Usually it was the green mask with the teeth that I don't even know what the monster was supposed to be. It was something like that was between, a green mask. What was it? It was a great mask because it was just a generic creature. It was just, yeah, but I mean, it was like a cross between like a green like sea creature, like a merman, right. merman, and uh, some type and, of a goblin. Yeah, some type of goblin. Like it was a like full a, head. It was a, a full protruding head mask. jaw. Yeah, it was, it was a, a full, full head, head mask. mask. No, what you're thinking is a protruding jaw is my actual jaw. Because <laughs> one year, what I did is I cut the bottom of the f- mouth off so I could actually drink beer oh, without taking the mask that's off. That's what it was. <laughs> But you've had that mask for years. It sucks that you're going to deny everybody and not scare little children when you pass out candy. One Halloween, I I had something else to do, not because of my anti-Halloween spirit, but just because I had a prior obligation. And P-Town came over and said, oh, I need a costume. Can I borrow that mask? And I've never got it back. Wow. So it's P-Town that's technically denying everybody this thing. You're doing nothing at all this year. You're boycotting Halloween. I'm actually going to be traveling for work. What about the weekend before? That's when people celebrate Halloween. I don't know. I've been invited to some things, but I'm not feeling it. If you had your mask, I bet you'd be feeling it. Yeah, that would, you know, that's what I'm saying. I'm like a Dickensian character. Like, there's all these little things that have built up to this, but. God damn it, Wackley. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, 
Every day would be Halloween. So, I'm going to forego these infractions. What are you, what, what's, your, what's your costume going to be there, mister? I, I already planned it out, actually, as a matter of fact. I was going to get to my... I'm, I'm doing a lot for Halloween this year, but I was going to get to it in a second. But I'm, what I'm telling you, I'm going to forego, because this is our fucking Halloween show, and I figured there'd be a little bit more spirit over there coming from the North Bay, but, um, or Northern California. But I'm going to forego all this. If you, at least you play the theme from Exorcist on the slide whistle. If you can do that, I'm going to forego your entire lack of for, holiday for spirit. Exorcist? Yeah. You told me. I thought you said the X-Files. X-Files? No, Exorcist. All right. Fuck well, it, During X-Files. the show prep, I thought you said, well, because <laughs> I was trying to remember the X-Files song. Let me do that one. It's not bad. Something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. What is the Exorcist song? When you were singing it, I was like, that's not what the X-Files song goes like. He's a retard. Why would I say but you're X-Files? Actually, what does X-Files have to do with... X-Files is not spooktacular. Yes, it is. It's There's like a couple spooky scenes. It's mostly conspiratorial. They always have a... F- no, it's all about monsters and aliens and creatures. And aliens like are not spooky. Flesh-eating like... Yes, they are. I guess. Don't I mean, I don't a, know. Don't I think, be so obtuse. Of course, X Files is Halloween related. I think okay. There, there are certain elements of it that are Halloween related. Seventy-five percent of the episodes dealt with some type of a, a creature eating people or attacking people. Like, and they always lived in a basement or in a cave in a scary place. I think it's more sci-fi. I picture Exorcist to be more Halloween themed. Sure, I'm not arguing that it's Halloween themed, but I, you said X Files when we were. X Files works. All right, all right, you're forgiven. No, so as I was saying, I'm uh, doing a lot for Halloween this year. I'm going big for Halloween. Halloween's, oh, really? you know, you know, in That's typically you got all those decorations. Exactly. Have you I, roasted I love, some pumpkin seeds yet? I live by myself, and I just decorated my apartment just just for me, just so I can look at it because no one else has been here. It's too bad you don't have a cat you could put a costume on. I don't even let the prostitutes into this area of my apartment. Maybe you could get that little dog back to put a costume on it for the week. <laughs> little pumpkin. I can make it a little pumpkin, that, like a running pumpkin. That'd be cute. That'd be really cute. Or a little goblin or something. No, well, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's, you'd it's, eat the candy corns out of your fucking underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. All right. I'm going big for Halloween this year. Because I know I'm going to be alone for Thanksgiving and, uh, and the other holiday with the, the hippie that died. I'm going to you know, not do anything for those two. So I figure I might as well put all my holiday effort into Halloween. So what I'm, and I started early this year. I actually started last night. I started last night with the celebrations. I went to see the Melvins at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. It's a spooky performance. Was it spooktacular? It was spooktacular, definitely. Have you ever heard of that place, the Hollywood Forever Cemetery? Nope. It's on. Oh, uh, I've heard of Forest Lawn Cemetery. That's. I think that's like a real. I don't even know if people are still buried at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. The reason it's like so. Michael popular, Jackson was buried in Forest Lawn, and uh, John Denver's buried there. The reason this one's I so popular. I almost said Bob Denver, but I don't know if he, he might be buried there. Gilligan. I always get them confused. Yeah. The reason this one's Maynard so popular. G. Krebs. Um, is because they show movies there, like on the side of some like tomb. So you can go see like a Clockwork Orange or Rosemary's Baby, and you can sit in the cemetery and watch this movie and drink. It's like, and you can picnic there. And, you know, I tried on going top of to dead people. 
Yeah. I mean, you could just like sit there and just kind of rub it in their faces. Like, it'd be nice if they, they, they could just rise from their grave and kill all the hipsters. That's never going to happen. Yeah, I would be pissed off if I was my, you know, my grave. People are like spilling sugary, sticky soda all over it and putting their gum on <laughs> on my the top of my grave and like just dumping popcorn and generally acting like a complete asshole like people do in the theaters. Yeah, but that's Everywhere not else. even that bad. I guarantee in the back they're probably fucking on top of your grave. Would you that be upset I'm with into. That, that I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the chick is hot. So the Melvins played there. Um, and this, uh, the Masonic Lodge, it was like this really small room and it, the show is totally sold out, but a friend of mine got Wait, tickets. Wait, so it wasn't in the graveyard? It was in a room? It was in like, yeah, the Masonic Lodge in the graveyard, but oh. it wasn't outside amongst the graves. I thought it was going to be, but no, it was actually in this little like enclosed space and, uh, which was nice because it sounded better, but it was also a really small area. My friend ended up getting tickets at the last minute, but I guess what the Melvins were doing, if you've read anything about it. They're they're trying to do this fifty states in fifty days tour, and this was their fiftieth uh, show. So they did the whole fifty states, and they thought they were breaking like this record, like a world record for being the only band that's ever done that. But George mm-hmm. Thorogood did it back in nineteen eighty one. It's got you beat. Got him beat, and uh, Buzz Osborne. I guess Buzz Osborne in Rolling Stone proclaimed that he Who's was the Buzz first, Osborne. He's the lead singer of the Melvins. Oh. He said that. Uh, they were the first band to do this. And then I guess George Thorogood's manager got really butthurt and uh, just went off and like had all these press releases. He probably wasn't butthurt. He's probably just like, well, you guys are full of shit. It's you're not the first. So shut the fuck up. Well, I guess they had like, uh, there was some shit talking going on between Thorogood and, uh, and the Melvins, which is kind of funny. Cause it's like, well, I mean, why even create a confrontation? About something because you're out there saying you're fucking po- making a record that I already got. So you don't want to mess with George Thorogood. No, that guy's bad to the bone. He really is. At the end of the show, they were playing bad to the bone. I guess uh, uh, after the manager proved that Thorogood had done it, Buzz Osborne was just like, "Whatever, sorry, yeah. who cares?" But they still played bad to the bone at the end of the show. Bad to the bone is the worst George Thorogood song. Oh God, no! It's, it's, it's what, what other what, what's a what's a good George Thorogood song? Uh, one whiskey, one shot, one beer, or whatever the fuck it's called. One bourbon, one. I never really understood the song because it sounds like it goes one bourbon, one shot, and one beer. But the bourbon is a shot. So what's the shot a shot of? Whiskey, right? One bourbon. I don't know. I don't know. The, the, <laughs> That's it, another song, though. And all of his songs suck. I can't even name more than two. They don't suck. They're just, uh, you Generic. know, white guy blues cock rock. It's way Whatever. worse music out there. I'd rather see the Melvins. Okay, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that it sucks. That was holiday or uh, number day one of the holiday. Tomorrow, I'm heading to New Orleans, Wackerly. Oh, city of my birth. Are you going to drop acid in the cemetery there? Like Billy and the kid and whatever, Captain America? No, I didn't even know Billy and the kid did that. Is that in the movie, <laughs> Captain America? No, it's in the movie. Uh, what the fuck is that movie called? Where they're on the motorcycles? Oh, uh, Easy Rider. Easy Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, now I remember that. Yeah, no, I'm... go to go to a whorehouse. Get get a, get get some whores. Make friends with them. Tell them you have acid, and then have them go to the cemetery with you and take it. 
That's my recommendation. I don't know about the acid, but the horror sounds appealing. <laughs> yeah. It sounds kind of nice. Now, I'm off to the city of my birth. Well, actually, I was born in a suburb of New Orleans, but who needs particulars? Who cares? We live in an era where facts are meaningless. It's all about how you spin it. That's Halloween. Do whatever you want. I'm staying with a uh, mutual friend of ours, good old Migley. Have we ever mm-hmm. talked about Migley here on the podcast? I don't think so. I'm surprised he's never been on the show, but I, I don't think he has, and I don't think we've talked about him. Well, Migley has I don't know if people don't want here. us to talk about them sometimes. Well, Migley hasn't lived in the Bay Area or anywhere near us where we could have had him on the show, but he's definitely a character. Right. I can't, I can't really describe Migley other than by saying he looks like Harry Potter on growth hormones. Right. Like if Harry Potter just got into this huge hulking, like Sasquatch looking figure, <laughs> that he would be Migley. Yeah. And, it's, and, and not, not in the cliche way, like, this hamburger's like a normal hamburger on steroids. <laughs> like he really does look like Harry Potter on steroids. Yeah, he's like just this big, like goofy, lumbering dude. Um, but he's a great guy. But and- at the wedding, uh, another friend pointed out another <laughs> likeness that he resembles, which is he started calling him Mig Romney. <laughs> he doesn't look like Mitt Romney. He kind of does. He's got that black sort of slicked back hair nowadays. And he, his outfit sort of looks sort of conservative, I think, to our friend. Don't you think Mitt Romney's in way better shape than Migley? Well, that's why he didn't say he's Mitt Romney. He said he was Mig Romney. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Just uh, just because his hair resembles Mitt. No, but, okay, in the same way that Migley doesn't look like Daniel Radcliffe, he just has sort of similarities to Daniel Radcliffe. Well, they why. look similar because uh, Migley's kind of got like a boyish face, but he wears the same kind of glasses that Harry Potter wore. Okay. You know, and that's why he just, but he's huge. I mean, how big is Migley? Like, gotta be like 6'5". Yeah, like, he's probably weighs... Probably 300 pounds. 250? No, 275. 275, 250, 260. I'm going with 260. I bet you 275. I would say... It's hard to say. He goes up and down. And I just briefly sort of saw him at the wedding. So, you know, I saw him at the wedding. And we were getting drunk. And and he brought it up. He's like, dude, you should totally come out for Halloween. I was like, maybe. But uh, it's kind of expensive. He's like, I got a two-bedroom apartment. You can crash my place. So I was like, really? Well, fuck. I'm totally going to do this. So the next day, I book a ticket to go to, to go to New Orleans, which is expensive because, you know, it's who flies to New Orleans from California. But uh, I didn't have to pay for a hotel, so I was like, all right, that's cool. So anyways, this was like in September. Yesterday, I get a text from Migley, and Migley goes, hey, dude, just so there's no surprises, I was just going to tell you that uh, I only have an aero bed and a computer. And I was like, oh, that's cool, dude. I can sleep on an air mattress. I don't mind. And he's like, no, I, that's all I have in my apartment is an aero bed and a computer. And I was like, what, what, you, you sleep on an air mattress. You don't have a couch or a real bed. I thought he had an air mattress that I could sleep for on. For you, right. But yeah, that's, he's saying know, that's all he has. He's lived there for a year and a half, two-bedroom apartment. All he has is one air mattress and a computer. <laughs> What's the... Uh... <laughs> What 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 are the Vegas bookmakers saying about like how many glasses he has in his apartment? I'm I'm picturing just fast food containers just everywhere like that he bags. Reuses. Yeah, I was also going to say maybe zero <laughs> zero glasses. I'm picturing this is what I'm picturing just those like empty 
like maybe half full bottle, like seven, seven, uh, seven, 11 big gulp cups just filled yeah. with ashtrays, just overflowing with ashes. Except for one butts. that he's using to drink out of. And one that he's using, but will eventually become an ashtray. Yeah, eventually. I bet she's got two forks. Well, so what sucks is I'm kind of fucked now because all the hotels are gone because this is like such a huge weekend in New Orleans. So for at least the first couple nights that I'm there, I'm going to have to stay with Mig Romney in his disgusting house and <laughs> sleep on the floor with his trash and his McDonald's bags and the big old cups filled, filled with cigarettes and probably semen. Just sleep in the bathtub <laughs> or in his car. Does he, have a, does he have a car? He doesn't even have a car. Oh. You know what happened to his car? It broke, it broke down and, uh, or no, he parked it and it got towed like in Arizona. Yeah, he I just, did hear this. Story. He just got I don't on think a we bus. Have time to go into it, it's very involved. Yeah, he just got on a bus and just left it. You know what you should do? Go to the camping store before you even before you even leave LA. Go to like an REI or an any mountain store and buy a um, camping hammock, <laughs> and then he can be the skipper and you can be the little buddy. <laughs> and. To just uh, to make it even better, you could also that could be your costumes when you go out on the town. <laughs> just get one of those sailor hats and a red shirt, and then hey, you could buddy. get you could get the the skipper could get one of those other kind of sailor hats and a blue shirt. You guys would be the hit of uh, whatever they call that street, Bourbon Street. Was Bob Denver Jewish? Probably. Look at him. Yeah, he probably was. I don't know. You know, he lives like a serial killer. What would a girl think if you brought a girl back to your house? And all there was there was just an air mattress on the floor and a computer on the floor. Uh, exit stage left, Snagapus. <laughs> I'm picturing just, I would think, you know, I, I would be like, wow, you're a serial killer or you're a squatter. Whatever. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go to the Hojo. If he's going to bring street. back any women, he needs to, yeah, get some furniture. Right? Get a fucking okay, couch. Well, we're, talking about, we're talking about utensils. How about he has one towel? Um, yeah, no, I'm bringing my own towel. Yeah, you got. I'm bringing my own soap. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not taking any chance. I'm, you know what? I'm just fucking. I'm going to go to Hojo up the street as soon as I get there. I'm sure. But New Orleans is supposed to be a fun time. Like you know, I've never really been there as an adult. I've heard uh, bars bars never shut down. They're open all night. Yeah, I'll, which is better when you're 25. But you know, I mean, it's 38. It's still cool having an alternative. Although I've heard it gets extremely sketchy after four o'clock, like after around sure four a.m. Migley was saying, he's like, dude, you kind of don't want to be walking around then. And I was like, why? He goes, it's just really sketchy. Like, you'll get stabbed. I'm like, well, that sounds, that sounds uh, tempting. <laughs> well, there's that. And then there's also just the, um, this is probably even before 4 o'clock, is just the dudes who normally wouldn't be sketchy, but they're there on vacation and they're, they're broing it up and they're all wasted and looking for a fight. And they and they they struck out. They didn't get to score with a chick that they were like trying to mack on all night. So therefore, yeah, they, they got, got all this pent up aggression. Fruit beverages that they're carrying around with them. And I'm going to be with their big overgrown Harry Potter. You know that should be the his skipper. Halloween the costume. Skipper, start calling him the skipper now. <laughs> you know, getting into the spirit. And we're we're even overlooking the uh, the the crucial element there of danger in New Orleans. The voodoo. There's voodoo everywhere. The whole city's filled with voodoo. There's a voodoo museum. I like I like the voodoo. I mean, go before before you go out, get some voodoo charms to protect you from the stabbing. That's what you got to do. That's that's totally what I got to do. But, but there's a bunch heads, of shit going on. Voodoo there's, dolls. There's 
There's a uh, voodoo museum. You can take these like uh, haunted ghost tours. Uh, there's this woman, um, what was her name? Madame Delphine LaLaurie that's got this mansion where I guess like in I don't know, the uh, early 20th century, she used to torture, like uh, she would get stowaways. And she or uh, she would get like uh, guys, and she would let stay like uh, stow away in her house or borders or whatever, and then she would like trap them in a room and just torture them, like drug them, chain them to the wall, and just torture them. So when uh, mm-hmm. they finally went in there and like um, I don't know, she got busted or whatever, they went in there and they found like she had been like trying to turn humans into spiders, like by elongating their limbs. It's disgusting. <laughs> when like, was yeah. this in the eighteen twenties? No, I think it was like the early twentieth century. Early, right? But but the thing 1910s. is, everyone says the LaLaurie Mansion, which you can go tour, is haunted, and Nicolas Cage bought it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of weird. He's scary. But did, did that guy go, like, was, isn't he insolvent? Like, didn't he have all these, like, bad uh, investments and didn't pay taxes? Oh, I, th- I think he's, like, a rich, famous person insolvent where, you know, oh, I went bankrupt. But somehow I still have seven homes that are worth $12 million apiece. That kind of thing. It's just funny to me. Like, it sounds like he just hired a shitty financial advisor because it's like the financial advisor is like, yeah, Nick, you know, spend the money on anything that you see fit. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go buy the haunted mansion in New Orleans. Well, I did always want to have a flaming skull helmet (laughs) to go along with that Ghost Rider movies. Taking up boxing and pay for a boxing gym for these kids. Yeah, I could see that. No, the thing is with New Orleans, though, there's going to be lots of stories. I'm looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. My costume this year, I didn't really put much effort into it. I'm just going to be... I thought you said you were in the spirit. Well, whatever. I don't like to... So you started preparing last night. Oh, you just went to a Melvin show? That's what, that was the first Ooh, night. You're such a liar. I did, I did buy you a costume. Prepare. What? I'm going as an undead Steve Martin, or Dean Martin, not Steve Martin. <laughs> undead That would be good Dean with an Martin. arrow through the head, but it's a real arrow through the head. And just blood all coming out. Actually, yeah. that would be a good idea. Now, I'm going as undead zombie Dean Martin. Dead Martin. Dead and, uh, yeah, I, mean, I got the whole outfit together and just a bunch of blood and that kind of thing. And you got some cool hipster suit, I'm sure. It's not a suit. I just got a red jacket. But I, I, I didn't have to buy it. I already had one. Remember when I went as uh, Cabbage Head? <laughs> you should bring it back to your high school days and go as zombie blackface. <laughs> zombie samuel jackson in pulp fiction not samuel jackson sammy davis jr Ooh, actually that's a good idea not bringing it too far away from your your dean martin because he was a lounge singer and a member of the uh, rat Rat Pack. pack yeah that might be a good idea so anyway people i'm gonna have some epic stories when i get back next week um if i get back next week are you gonna continue the podcast wackerly well, I'm going to continue this line of betting, and <laughs> with the uh, so first it's how many utensils Migley has, then how many towels, then it's how many museums you guys go to, rather than just being wasted the whole time, and then laying around in his apartment with no furniture, trying to work off your hangover, and then going out and getting drunk again. Yeah, we're probably not going to do anything. Like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go look at the whatever the fuck the levees and see some of the destroyed areas, just because that's a historical part of our history. And to go to this voodoo museum, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> you know, we're not. We're not going to wake up till like fucking seven at night. Yeah, let's go to the voodoo museum. Oh, it closes it's at closed. four. <laughs> that's how it always I happens. Guess we're not doing that. So, Wackley, how often do you wonder what disabled people do on Halloween? Never. You've never once Less been like... Never. I've never even thought to think of it. 
Yeah, but it's got to be a tough holiday for disabled people to celebrate. I mean, think about no, it. You, you, just, gotta, you just be a Dalek. It's yeah, easy. Well, yeah, but you got you got to go trick or treating. You got to walk around. You got to like. No, you don't. That's why you roll around in your automatic wheelchair and you be a Dalek. You just put cardboard on the sides and then stick a plunger out of your face and you're a Dalek. God, it's such a lame costume. It's a great costume. It's too obvious. It's especially good now because Doctor Who came back. When Doctor Who wasn't on the air for many, many years, people were like, what the fuck are you? You'd be like, I'm fucking disabled. Get off my back. Are you just saying that there's not that much you can do that incorporates a wheelchair? That's what I'm saying. Why why wouldn't you just be like a big R2-D2? It's the same essential concept that I'm saying. Like a big robot. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. A big rolling robot. You could be that guy from... uh, You could be the actual paraplegic from that star trek episode that just had that little light <laughs> but that's kind of like not really getting it's almost insulting it's almost like this is my everyday life it's not really that fun but it's also i mean think about it you're what if you got like crutches or braces and you got to walk around and do the trick-or-treating with your kid it's kind of suck you could be one of those uh with uh crutches or, or braces you could be one of, well with braces you can be forrest gump with the crutches, you can be one of those big uh, horse-type things from the Dark Crystal. Oh, yeah. God, you're stretching it with that one. But I could see I mean, that I'm working. not into Halloween for myself, but if we people want Halloween consultations, especially handicapped people, handicapped people, yeah. just call me, email me, I'll help you out. Lance Wackerly, costumes for the disabled. And non-disabled. I'm, I want to expand my business I think you should be bit. niche-oriented. I think this, is, uh, this might be a good career move for you. Okay. I don't know. Well, I by mean, special it's... appointment, I will uh, consult with you if you're just a normal. If you're an able-bodied person. Okay, yeah. so well, actually, if you, if you don't wonder what they do on Halloween, how often do you wonder like, what sexual positions they use when they have sex? All the time. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now while I'm talking to you. Well, we're about to find out because uh, earlier this afternoon, <clears throat> earlier this afternoon, I interviewed Bonnie from the website gimpsgonewild.com. It's a great name. <laughs> Where did you site. come up with this idea? Actually, you know, my friend Lenora is casting a show called Taboo. Okay. And uh, they, she, she called me up. She was she like, knows I just, Bonnie. She, she called me up and she goes, I just got off the phone with the funniest lady. Uh, she runs a site called Gimps Gone Wild. You should totally have her on your show. And it's like basically just a, a porn site. But you got to check out the site. Um, it's, it's, it looks like something out of like 1998. Like I Geo City show. Oh yeah, I guys, about the that, link. So. Oh, it's hilarious, and it's just a—it's you can order photos of uh, girls with just multiple disabilities and men, guys and girls, guys and girls. It looks like some of the guys are straight, some of the guys are gay. I don't know about the women, but well, I don't know. Before we Something get into any, everyone, uh, before we get into details, I kind of hope actually, you know, I forgot to ask her this, but I wish she had T-shirts. Wouldn't you love a GimpsGoneWild.com T-shirt? Uh, sure. I'd wear one. I mean, you can't, I wouldn't wear it to work, but <laughs> or church. So Bonnie and I discuss many things concerning disabled people and sex. Um, you pretty and, much uh, just line up the holes, right? I mean, whenever I wonder about this, it doesn't take very long. Like, oh, they must just line up the holes like everybody else does. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure there's like certain holes, but I'm, there, there's probably positions you can't do. But then there's probably more, you know, other positions that you could do that a, an able-bodied person, person couldn't. can't do. Yeah, think about it, right. especially like a double amputee, like the things you could do with her. You can yeah, move her maybe. up and down, spin her around. You could do all sorts of things. It's a world of sexual positions you can do with the disabled. But we're about, we're about to find out about it. Let's give uh, Bonnie a call. Before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. 
Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. Hello. Hi, Bonnie. How are you? Hey, how's it going? It's D. Simon calling you from Sick and Wrong. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, uh, thanks for being on the show. It's our Halloween show, actually. Uh, uh, Halloween's coming up next week. So do, do you have any big uh, Halloween plans? Um, well, tonight is my fiance's birthday, so we're going to go out tonight, and then we're going out tomorrow night. They're having a thing at one of the local bars, and then... I think next Wednesday, actually Halloween day, they're having another thing at the other bar that we're thinking of. Oh wow, you guys are busy. You got a costume? What's your, what's your costume? Um, this this year I'm going to be an extreme Doctor Oz fan. Extreme so Doctor Oz fan. Yeah, Doctor. You know the show Doctor Oz? Yeah, yeah, the Oprah's Doctor, right? Yeah, yeah. So I watch him a lot, and I buy all the supplements he suggests. So I thought I'd be like an extreme fan for Halloween. Like I love Doctor Oz on my shirt and tape like all these. Pill bottles on my shirt and make like a fake tattoo of them, and I'm doing this whole thing. See, now that, <laughs> that's a creative costume. I, I, I never do stuff like that. I just put like, it's always last minute. I'll get like a mustache, put on some makeup, you know. Yeah, my, my boyfriend's like that too. He doesn't really dress up much for Halloween either. I think one year he went as a hippie, but they didn't know because he wears those clothes anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he just looked normal. <laughs> anyway, um, so your site's called gimpsgonewild.com, the hottest disabled site on the net. Um, when, when did you start it up? I started it, well, it originally was another site when I started it with another friend of mine. And about two years later, we had a falling out, and she took that name, and she said, take your models and go elsewhere. So I did, and so I created Gimps Go Wild. So I would say that actual site is like 2000, 2003. Oh, okay. About. It's kind of got yeah. this old school look to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I took that image from a it was a Hooters pin that I doctored up and made it put a wheelchair on her and made I, it I like it. I like it because it's kind of like a throwback, like a retro looking site. Because yeah, now all yeah, these sites yeah. are all like flash and fancy and they're annoying and they take time to oh, load. Oh, and they got stamps all over the front page. No, I don't, I don't like that either. So I wasn't going to ignore my customers. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I like it. It's straight to the point, simple. It's, good. It's, it's, it's easy to navigate. So what was your inspiration for starting a, uh, starting a site? Um, well, I actually, well, my whole life I always wanted to be a model and I knew that wasn't going to happen. So um, then when I first got online, there was another site similar to mine that me and a friend joined. And then um, the girl, like, didn't write us back a lot and didn't get back to us and wasn't getting paid anymore. So I kind of, like, said to get her and decided to make another site with another friend. And so I just started up. And, you know, I, like, my whole life I always, you know, been treated like I'm a little kid. Like, disabled people treat like we're little kids or childlike and we're not taken seriously as adults. And, oh, my God, you have sex. Oh, my God, you dress hot and blah, blah, blah. And so I wanted a place where other disabled people can feel you know, express themselves the way they, they, they want to, you know, and feel free and be sexy and be adult and do whatever they want, basically. So, yeah, I, I kind of feel like in our society, people don't really know what to do with disabled people. Like they're, and when you sex in the middle of it, forget it. They all freak out. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's and the, the thing is, the fact of the matter is, and I was going to bring this up a little later, but, you know, because of like the two recent wars, there's a lot more disabled people in our society, younger disabled people, too, now. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm thinking people, you know, eventually you're going to have to come to terms with it. 
And uh, I, I bet you, like, um, you know, in, in the media, disabled people are, are very underrepresented. You rarely yeah, ever I- see anybody on there. Except, uh, did you see, do you watch the show Breaking Bad? I've seen, like, parts of it here and there, but no, it was kind of violent to me, so I'm not really into the violence. Well, his, so. the, the main character's son has cerebral palsy, and he's, like, a real actor with cerebral palsy. And it, it's kind of cool that you finally, like, you know, that's probably one of the first times I've ever seen any actors, any show, especially dramas, that, that has cerebral palsy. Yeah, they're, usually, or they're, they're not really disabled. They play a disabled person, which really pisses me off because there's so many disabled actors out there that would yeah. have a job and, it's, you know, they're all not disabled in real life. And so, yeah. You're it's right. it's You're ridiculous. Right. So, so Gimp's, Gimp's Gone Wild, it's a really provocative name, you know. It, it really stands out when you hear it. But I always thought Gimp is a derogatory term. So, yeah, I know. I get a lot of flack for that. Yeah, we're, I was about <laughs> to say, do you get some flack? Have you offended people in the disabled community by calling your site that? Yeah, I do. They get mad at me. But I'm like, it's like, like the way I see things, it's like, it's how you use a word. It's not the word. It's how you, because people get so offended and like, like a word will be like the normal word, and then ten years later, people oh, it's an offensive word now. But then they have come up with a new word, and then ten years later, that word's offensive because they're not comfortable with who they are, you know. And you know, me and my friends, we call each other gimps and midgets and stuff all the time. We joke around. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make a play on words, and it goes with the girls going wild when that yeah, was popular. Totally. So get together, and you know, a lot of people did like it more. Like more people liked it than I was than I was gonna think, you know. But um, yeah, I get black, but again, these people aren't comfortable with themselves. Like they're gonna have an issue with something all the time, so it's like you know, when you don't like it, then don't look at it. Yeah, exactly. Just go, you know, go, go to site. another site. I have another store on um, another site called the Gimp Store, which was I made that before Gimp's gone wild, and you know, oh, you can't use the word Gimp and blah blah blah. It's like you know, they think I'm making fun of the same people. No, I'm making fun of the pe- people who make fun of us. Is basically what I'm doing. So you know, if you don't like and Gimp and say heavy capable, it's so stupid. So are 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 uh, non-disabled people allowed to use that term? Because I, I like the word "gimp." Am I allowed to use that word? It depends. Like I said earlier, it's like depends on how you use it. If you say, "Oh, look at that ugly gimp over there," you know, I'm not going to particularly prefer the word. Or if a stranger says it, but you know, like among friends and stuff, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind you using it because you know, you know how I use it. You know, you know the term. That yeah, you yeah. Use it. It's like, yeah. well, you're not using it. You're not like a. You know, you're not using it derogatorily. You're using it just kind of as a joke. You're 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 just kind of putting it out there. Exactly. But I imagine if, as a disabled person, it's it probably it takes on a different meaning. Oh yeah. So when uh, games go wild, mm-hmm. um, are all the models on your site disabled? Yes. What is uh, your disability? I have what's called osteogenesis imperfecta. Um, we call it OI, and it's it's, um, it's just brittle bones. I have my the collagen um, is not like tightly packed, like you know, like a brick wall. I have the bricks all tightly packed. The mm-hmm. collagen in people with OI, it's loosely packed. So, you know, if I fall, I break easy. I'm short statured. Um, I use a wheelchair. Um, oh, okay. Other people have different problems with it. Have you had this since a ch- as a child? Yeah, you, it's genetics. You're born with it. Are you born with it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so. What made you just uh, decide to accept it and become a model? Like uh, you just one day you're just like, you know what? I'm just going to do this and I can do it now because there's the Internet. Yeah. Well, yeah, because before that I was I was modeling on a site that was similar to mine and I wasn't liking the the results of that. So I said, let's do our own and make our own money. So we did. Well, so did I, uh, what, what did your family think of that? Oh, my God, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> did you tell them at first? I got a lot. Well, but when I... They found, I was living in L.A. at the time with my ex, and his ex hated us. 
So she decided to send all the information to our parents. And my mother called me up and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is wrong, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, it's my life. It's what I'm doing. And that's it. And nothing was really ever said about it again because she knows she's not going to get anywhere. So, <laughs> so what, what type of disabilities are represented on your site? I have all kinds. I mean, they're all physical disabilities. Um, I have amputees, paraplegics, people with cerebral palsy, people with my disability, spina bifida. Um, I got one blind chick on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You have to go look at the models. I don't remember everybody right now. But we'll have to go yeah, check it out. But there are a lot of models. There's uh, male and female models, too. Yeah, I got about 50, I would say, maybe. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a quite a quite a splendid array of uh, of uh, disabled models. So, what disability is the most popular? Amputees. What is it? Amputees and oh. paraplegics are the most popular. Amputees. So you get a lot of requests for uh, people to see paraplegics. Uh, no. I mean, I don't get requests, and people just buy the stuff. Like I put it up, and they buy the stuff. And but those models do better than like models with my disability or other things. Uh, it really depends on the model too. I mean, some of the models, you know, are really hot looking. So yeah, yeah, you know, they'll of what. And then once I thought would do great because you're an amputee, it won't do well at all. So it's, it, I'm always, I'm always wrong. Every time I think somebody's going to do bad or, or good, I'm usually wrong. So yeah, <laughs> so, but the amputee fetish is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's all over. I've I've seen like amputee porn like all over the internet. Yeah, yeah. So what are you more attracted to, disabled people or non-disabled? What am I attracted to? Yeah. It depends on the guy. I like long-haired men and leather jackets, so he could be a gimp, he could not be a gimp. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> it just depends on the dude. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. So do most of your models come to you, or do you find them? They come to me. I mean, I advertise. I try to, like, email people directly if I see somebody or whatever, but that usually doesn't work. So I just go on um, disability forums, Facebook, things like mm-hmm. that. Just say, hey, I run this site. I'm looking for models. And they check it out, and they either email me or they don't. And how does it work? I mean, do you guys have, uh, is it just pictures or do you guys actually have sex scenes or how, how is that? How does it work? The models send in everything that's on the site. So they send in whatever they want to sell. So I have models that send in just photo sets and then I have models that sell videos. They do, you know, I have models that do just lingerie pictures and then I have models that do hardcore porn. So it's whatever they want to do basically. So I have everything on there. So what what would be a typical like a uh, disabled porn scene i mean I, I guess i haven't really seen that much disabled porn like well, what's what's like a setting of some of the videos just for an example some girl she sent a couple in she's done she's done videos where she is doing she has two videos where she's having sex with another woman and then she has one video she has two videos where she's having sex with another man and what what's her disability Yes, she's a paraplegic she's a paraplegic so um, is it i mean the, i imagine there's probably different positions you would use if you're having sex with like a paraplegic person. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it, I don't know. I, yeah, she, she does, I think the one, well, the one with the, one when she's in the bed, another one she's on the floor, one she's in the shower, and the other one, yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. So, All right. Well, I, I mean, I imagine it's like you, you, you know, it's just like sex with them with the, you know, just a regular, you know, regular positions, but I imagine you just probably have like some more versatility. Especially yeah, like with an amputee person, yeah. you know. So what about that? Uh, I've read that uh, that with, and this is something like I wonder if it's just an urban myth or if it's true. Do people actually have you heard the term stumping? 
No, you've no, never. I, heard... think I know what that means, but I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering. Does that is that like something you just hear on the internet, or do people actually like you know an amputee person actually stump another person? Sure, they do. I'm, there's everything out there, dude. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's. I've... Modeling man, I've seen it all, dude. <laughs> I've heard it all. I've seen it all. <laughs> I, I was about to get to this because I, I kind of got to get into uh, the visitors that come to your site because I imagine you get, you know, you get probably people from all walks of life. Yeah, I get the normalist. I get everything. Yeah, that's that's what I was about to say. I mean, it, your site's been up for a while. I imagine you get a lot of different people. Oh um, yeah. I've read that there's a uh, there's a pe- there's like a group. That that specifically go, they're specifically attracted to uh, disabled people. They're called devotees. Yeah, I know it, all them. Is that a correct term? What what is a devotee? Well, I think they they prefer the word admirer, or they use devotee. Okay, admirer. Some, and some uh, don't like devotees, or they call themselves admirers. But it's all the same thing. <laughs> now, what, what what are those? Like, what, how do you become one of those people? Is it just someone that, who fetishizes disabled people? Well, it's, it, they're all different. There are all levels of that. There's people who are just, you know, simply attracted to somebody with a disability. And then you get your hardcores where they, you know, they just care about the, the disability itself. Like, they have to be an amp and they don't care about anything else. And, and, like, you know, I've met all types being online. And some are assholes, like really rude assholes. They, just, they don't care about you. They just ask you questions and are really rude. And then some are just regular guys that are really, really sweet and really nice and the most perfect gentleman you'll ever meet. So it's like any it's any other category of a person, you know. You got your bad ones, your good ones, and you're in between. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, you never know until you actually meet the person and talk to them. Yeah, and I feel bad because they get a, such a bad rap in the disabled community. Like they all hate them. Oh, you devotees, your fetishes. I mean, they sit and bitch and moan that you know able-bodied aren't interested in them. They won't date them, and then you have a devotee. Oh, well, he's a devotee, and it's like you know, don't judge them. You don't like being judged because you're disabled, but why are you judging this person? You know, they can't. A lot of them can't help the fact that they're attracted. They don't even know why themselves. They like a person with an, you know, an amputation. They don't even know why. Yeah, that's true. How, how do you, I mean, how does a disabled person, like, you know, could, could you, if you meet a person at a bar, could you be like, okay, this guy's a, devo, a devotee. I know this oh, guy's a devotee. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know? Like, I look back now, now that I know about them, I look back and wonder, who have I met in my life that probably was a devotee? And I think it back and probably maybe guess one or two, but I'm sure there's more than I even realize. Especially people who work in, like, like the medical field, you know, people who work for like wheelchair companies and bus drivers, like the, the paratransit drivers, and uh, you never know. You really, you can't really tell. Well, it's kind of like people with, you know, uh, you know, like someone with a fish fetish. How do you know if yeah. someone has a fish fetish until you actually see them like jacking off at like an aquarium? You know, <laughs> you, know you, you, you don't know. So you probably got some bizarre and outlandish requests on your email. What, what are some of the strangest emails I guess you've gotten for people? If you, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but if you could think of any. I've gotten, I've gotten where they want me to wear diapers. They want me to wear a cast. Got a lot of cast fetishes out there. Cat? Um, mainly like that. Like, I like the weirdest stuff I've ever gotten. <laughs> Have you turned anybody down? Have you been like, no way? Yeah. I'm not fucking wearing a diaper, dude. Are you crazy? <laughs> well, I don't get a diaper. Is it because you're, you're, you have a smaller stature? I don't, I don't know. I think uh, no other models have gotten that too. So I think it's just like a diaper fetish. They have diaper fetishes out there. Yeah, I think and that's then, one of the stranger fetishes. The the whole infant, you know, diaper, the, the infant infantilism. No, that's that's freaky shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
open-minded, but I close it in. <laughs> <laughs> do, um, do you guys ever do custom shoots for, for people? I know we've had a few porn actresses on. We had a, a woman that did fart fetish porn, and she said Ooh. people would pay her um, to do these really elaborate custom shoots, your yeah, video I've, shoots. I've done, like, um, a guy once sent me, like, cotton underwear and a denim skirt, and he wanted me to do a photo set in that, so I did that for him, and... Um, but I mean, I don't, I've been around so long that I'm like kind of old news, so I don't really get like fans for myself exactly, but like newer models and stuff, you know, but I don't know. They, they don't tell me all the emails they get. So, you know, <laughs> and then they get these guys who, you know, they want you to think, you know, just because you model new that you're going to go up there and fuck them or you're going to have sex with them or you're going to meet them or you're going to do anything they are asking. And it's not like that, you know, it's like, treat us like people, you know, and, you know, just because you buy your pictures doesn't mean we're going to do everything you want. So. Yeah, man. Do you get a lot of stalker guys on that site? Um, I haven't personally, and I just blocked them. Like I just blocked their email if somebody bothers me. So, but another another friend of mine had a problem with a guy that was bothering her a lot. He'd always find her. He'd always make a new email address and bother her and bother her and bother her. That's why I'm like very careful. I don't give my last name out. I don't give my address. I don't give my phone number. You know, I'm very careful about my information I give out because I don't want them finding me. You never know. Yeah, that's true. So, what what, what does uh, your boyfriend uh, think of think of the site? Is he uh, in, is he disabled as well? Yeah, he's got uh, spina bifida, and he's actually a model on there too. Oh, well, he's a model too. Oh, okay, so so you do you both do the site together? No, we haven't done pictures together yet. Like he'll take my pictures for me, and I'll take it for mm-hmm. him. Yeah, we got oh. families, so we got to be kind of careful what we do. Yeah. <laughs> so, are, is there like a active fetish community, like for for the disabled where you live? Not that I know of. Okay, because that's what I was wondering. How do people meet each other? Is it all online? Like, how how would like if I as an able-bodied person, how would I meet somebody you know that has spinal bifida to date? Like, where how would you end up meeting somebody? Is there a dating site that I'd go to or a forum? Yeah, there's dating sites. There's a couple of disability dating sites out there. I mean, just type in I guess the word uh, Yahoo groups. Um, there's a shitload of those online. Um, Facebook, I guess you just. Look at the group, mainly like forums. You look have to go to disability forums, whether it be like on Facebook or Yahoo or dating sites. And and if you want to meet them in people in person, then you'd have to go like to a disability expo or something. Yeah, that, that's that's what I was wondering. If there if there are like uh, you know like different parties or meet and greets kind of thing. So there's like a disability expo. Have you been to any of those? I've been to the. Um, there's one that, that they have a couple times a year in different locations, and I. You used to go to the L.A. one a lot, the one in Los Angeles when I lived out there, and they used to have a booth for my game store and um, sell stickers and things like that. And then I've been to the one in New Jersey once since I moved back to Florida. So what, so. what is it, like a big social gathering? Like, uh, is there, are there, like, is it a dance? Are there drinks? It's, um, no, it's mainly like, like um, what do you call it, companies trying to sell their stuff, basically, like wheelchair companies, van companies, walkers, wheelchairs, crutches, things like that. And then I had a booth for my my store but that was like the only fun one everybody else was boring oh, okay so it's like businesses and vendors that kind of thing but people do meet each other there yeah yeah and then we, we all party afterwards oh wow actually sounds yeah. like a good time yeah we have we have some pretty good times man but i, I imagine the though the internet's probably made it a little bit easier to meet each other oh yeah i've met so many people since being online yeah yeah so uh bonnie do you plan to start any more sites in the near future or maybe a, a product porn production company I don't really have the money for that, and I don't think I have enough people that would be interested in doing it. Honestly. Yeah, I guess you. I guess you never know. Well, you know, we'll see. Maybe, maybe some of uh, sick and wrong fans out there might be interested in there. 
in it. You know, <laughs> never know. Um, so uh, thanks for being on the show. Let me plug the site, gimpsgonewild.com. And uh, your other one was called Gimp Store? TheGimpStore.com. Okay, so gimpsgonewild.com and The Gimp Store. Uh, people go check it out. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a, a fascinating site. Well, thanks um, for having me, dude. All right, thanks, Bonnie. You have a happy Halloween. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. So, Wackerly, uh, would you check out one of those disabled expos just for the parties? Maybe. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. I mean, it's interesting. I, I always wonder about any type of orgy, though, whether, you know, people people who are into orgies say that they're great, but if you went there, it might just seem like everybody was just trying too hard, you know, to, like, look how super sexy and just breaking all the taboos I am, but, you know, it's really just kind of boring and pathetic. I think you're kind of using your imagination here. I don't. She didn't say anything about orgies. She said that they have parties that are crazy. That's what I, I, that's what I assume when somebody says... <laughs> When somebody from a website called Gimp's Gone Wild says that they have, you know, disabled parties and they're quote unquote crazy, I'm assuming people are, you know, like giving hand jobs in the corner and just it's all grab naked grab ass. You're just picturing a big pile of naked disabled people sucking and fucking and sixty nining. It's exactly what I'm picturing. I don't think it goes down like that. What are that. you picturing? I'm picturing a couple of people in wheelchairs chatting with each other. Some other people drinking like a, you know, you know, a couple amputees snorting lines of cocaine, and then maybe a couple people fucking here and there. Oh, I don't think it's a whole yeah. room of disabled I mean, a couple people, people fucking here it. and there. I don't think it's a whole room either, but you know, it doesn't take much for a couple of people fucking here and there. For those two couples to sort of like move toward each other and then maybe another couple's fucking over there and then that moves over and now you've got six people fucking in a pile. And now we're talking now that's a party. Dude, this that's is a your fucking fantasy. crazy party. This is your fantasy to orchestrate a big disabled person orgy. I think it's a lot of people's fantasies. <laughs> you don't know who's out there. So okay, you you looked at the site. Um what, what, which ones are you most attracted to? The amputees? The, she said the amputees and the paraplegics are the most uh, popular. Well, I like the black one, obviously. She's uh, looks like she's missing one leg. She's got a big metal leg. <laughs> There's some other cute ones. That one of the uh, ones has cerebral palsy. She looks like she's into the weed. I think her name is like Cannabis Queen or something. She looks like she, she could be fun. She's got some big old tits. Would you shag a paraplegic if she had an attractive face? Uh, sure. What about I, mean, a I wouldn't? I wouldn't shag any paraplegic that had an attractive face, but that was that's a strange question. No, okay, but well, let's say all right. As long is that the, the only criteria? No. No, okay. You're you're at one of these parties or whatever. Your coworker, but she's like from the you know the the her upper torso up. She like looks really hot, like a hot chick, but her legs are kind of malformed. Would I fuck her? Yeah. Is she nice? She likes Doctor Who. That's not what I said. Is she nice? Is she <laughs> well, cool? Yeah, she's friendly. She's cool. She's is all she right. Clingy? She drinks beer. Is, did you say she's clean or clingy? I said, is she clingy? Dude, she's got. She doesn't. Her legs don't work. You can run away. It's easy. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, sure. What about you? <laughs> All right, what about a quadriplegic? I'm not, I'm not, no, no, I'm not doing this. This is this is list territory. I'm not going through every malady on the fucking site and telling you if I'd fuck them or not. This is like the bad. This is the bad. Would you know thought experiments that we? Well, tried to get off I wasn't the show. going to go there. I was just setting it up because I was going to okay. say like a quadriplegic. Would you be like, no, I'm not going to fuck a quadriplegic? Then I was going to say I've been with several girls who are fully able-bodied that just did not move at all in the sack. So it would basically be like fucking quadriplegic. Yeah. It's worse. I think it is worse. Not only are they not moving their limbs, but their limbs are in the way. And they're just kind of lying there doing nothing. Right. Their limbs are in the way. Yeah, it's like if you have an actual quadriplegic, like you were saying before, now you can like do some acrobatic maneuvers and stuff. But that site is great, isn't it? Gamescomwild.com. People go check it out. It's like, it's, it's like, Vintage internet. Time, cap- Cir- time capsule. <laughs> yeah, it's like circa late 90s. It's got like the uh, those little animated fire gifts. Somebody should really donate their time and just make her a WordPress site for free. I mean, they did it for our show. I think it would, uh, I think it would tarnish it. I like it. I like that. It's like a time capsule. I kind of wish more sites I just, were like that. I think that. she would get she would her business would flourish more if people had more sort of faith in the in the technology. I you know I guarantee those kind of sites are going to be in vogue like in a few years because it's going to be like a throwback site like Geo right, It'll be like people. vinyl. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like vinyl. Like in a few years, it's going to be in the style again, and uh, people are going to be like, "Oh, that's cool!" Like to have like one of these really basic HTML sites. Well, even even animated GIFs already have, are like popular, right? Even though they're completely archaic. Yeah, but uh, I, there's just the, the the fire. The whole thing is pretty amazing. People go check it out gimsgonewild.com. Order some pictures, and uh, I really do hope Bonnie gets like uh, does some merch, like some T-shirts or shot glasses or something. I mean, you should mind, you might as well market that name. It's a great domain. Email her and just say, "Hey, send me your logo, and I'll put it on Cafe Press for free." Well, you know the thing is with her, I like I like her, I liked her, and I liked her moxie because I'm impressed with someone like Bonnie, you know. And and I'm glad that sites like hers exist. Sure, there's going to be assholes all over the internet who will tweet the link to their friends. Yeah, I bet you a lot of our listeners will probably tweet the link to their friends and they open it at work or they'll put it on their work computers to make fun of them. But you know what? If you're a sexy, if you're a sexy disabled person, why not flaunt it? Yeah, you don't want to bottle up your sexiness. You'll you'll get. Well, I was going to say it'll give you a disease, but. <laughs> People go check it out, gimsgonewild.com. Uh, so, as I mentioned last week, uh, this is part of our Halloween episode. We're going to do some spooktacular Halloween oh, thought man. experiments. I thought we were going to make it through the show without hearing that term. I got to say it two more times. Um, we're going to do some, uh, some, some scary Halloween thought experiments. They're, they kind of go with the theme of the show. People called in some good ones. Before we get to that, I thought you were going to give it a shot with the exorcist theme here. <laughs> that was just a scary sound effect. It did it sound really like... Uh, the, it didn't sound like how I thought it was going to. It sounded like that eyeball thing from Phantasm, cruising around. Did that make a noise like that? I haven't seen that movie in forever. And maybe I'm just uh, creating that with my mind. <laughs> Revisionist history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, people, before we get to the uh, thought experiments for Halloween, uh, here's a word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. 
Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. So why aren't we got a few phone calls, um, some scary Halloween thought experiments. It's Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. Um... Yeah, these are good. You know, it's kind of cool when you can actually say to the audience, give us a call, call in with some Halloween spooktacular themed phone calls, and they actually That's listen. Two. And they listen. Isn't that, isn't that kind of cool? Because usually it's like you just get a bunch of idiots screaming racial epithets, insulting Jewish people, wishing for another Holocaust. That's most of our calls. but All scary. Know. All right, let's get to the uh, the first couple calls here. So the first call, this isn't even a um, this isn't even like a Halloween call, like a thought experiment. It's Halloween themed, so I thought okay, I'd great. play it. All right. Hey, D. Hey, Lance. So I was at my niece's birthday party today, and there was a little boy that was dressed up like a. Did you do a bunch of bong rips at your niece's birthday? <laughs> can you can you do an impression of her voice? Not after just hearing that, but, you know, I could work on it. Hey, D. Hey, Lance, what's up? Yeah. I was, I was at a party the other day, and, and I was my niece's like, birthday so party. my niece's birthday. <laughs> she is so stoned right set. now. She loved it. Totally stoked, bro. She's she's like one of the extras in Days and Confused. Yeah, well, she's like every stoner yeah. girl that we hung out with when back when we lived there. I still find that kind of a hot attribute. Not, not, not that it's even a Michigan thing. I was just, just the thing of the times. Yeah. Maybe it's a Michigan thing. <laughs> what his name was. He said his name was Lance. And he Who? got the idea to be a knight in shining armor because he went to the Renaissance Festival in Michigan. Of course. So I thought it was really funny when the beautiful wench went to hand him his sword when he was doing the jousting competition and said, here, Lance, here's your Lance. So I thought maybe Wackerly would want to dress up as a knight in shining armor. <laughs> you could be the Lance that um, kills the dragons for the lady. She is so fucking high, this chick. She's having does fun. She, is she, but does she mean Lance a lot? Like Sir Lance a lot? Is that what she's saying? Well, St. George was the one that killed the dragon. Yeah. I bet you if I was back there, I could I could convince her to have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why sometimes I hate these calls, because it's the lost cause, you know? Yeah, well, I'd be like, yeah, should... man, that's hilarious. <laughs> Nights are sweet, dude. Yeah. Where's your bedroom? Yeah, you're so funny. It's so true, man. Lance, get a lance. And you can lance something without lance. That's yeah, so funny. That's interesting. Think about that for a while. Do you have any blacklight posters <laughs> or anything we could go check out? I've Just got to lie down and take hacky, a rest. Hacky next sack to each other. thing. <laughs> no, we're not going out to hacky sack. We're going to look at your goddamn blacklight posters and listen to Pink Floyd. That's what you got to do, actually, and Just get with some stoners. I don't know where they are. I mean, they're in college. She's probably, this girl's probably 20. I bet you she's hot, though. Just all the princesses. Good luck, man. She probably just discovered marijuana, too. No. 
I don't know, man. It's she's, like she's developed the vibe. She, when you start smoking marijuana, you don't have you know that like cadence to your talk. That that's like I've been smoking weed for like two summers at least. She has that stoner inflection that just like draw right. like yeah, what's up, man? Right. It's all good. It's all gravy, baby. Right. Some guy, well, you know, you're just, just sort of like don't. You have one tiny joint. And some guy shows up into the apartment where, you know, there's six people sitting around watching TV, sort of passing around this tiny joint. Some guy walks over with a huge bag and you're like, oh man, solid. Look at that. You're the best. I love you, TJ. She's kind of like the female version of Tally. That's sort of what she... <laughs> well, yeah. Tally's kind of every stoner distilled <laughs> down into a towel. She's Tally with tits. That's yeah. what she is. All right. So I don't know, Wackily, what, are you going to go as a knight? For, uh, no, way too complex of a costume. I mean, you get what do you make it out of cardboard? You got to like make like every piece of your body some like piece of cardboard to hang off of it. No way. <laughs> or you could go buy like a suit of you know like a suit of armor. No, if I was going to do that, I would go buy a brown robe, and I would just be like a Jedi Knight. Um, if I can Jedi Knight, this is my brown robe. Just stick where's, to you, the... where's your lightsaber? I, it's in my pants. Stick to the band aids on the face. It's way easier. Yeah, um, I mean, brown, where the fuck am I going to find a brown robe? All right, let's get into these thought experiments right here, okay? Now, these are Halloween-themed thought experiments, and had I thought about it in advance, I would have made some Halloween-themed thought experiment theme music. Oh, really? Like this? <laughs> God, that's I really perfect. don't remember the Exorcist song at all. How does it go? Do it with your mouth. Yeah, I, I thought it was like do 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 I can't. That's way too fast. I think it's something like that. I don't know. I'm not like a concert level slide whistleist. Let's get to the first thought experiment here. This is a doozy. Man, Gee, Lance, this is Sam in the East Bay. I had a question posed to me. I thought you might enjoy. You need to choose one. You can either take on a bear or you can take on a pack of dogs. Now, in both instances, you are not armed. No rocks, no sticks. You've got to take them on with your bare hands. Uh, we're talking real dogs here, not little chihuahuas or anything, but like real, we'll say like rots or pits or dopamins, whatever, whatever you feel like. And in the bear's case, the bear is also really pissed off at you, and so are the dogs. They're coming after you. You've got to choose one. What do you think? Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. Later, fellas. Hmm. What do you think there, Wackley? Dogs. I would go for dogs, too, because a fucking bear is... It's the, like dogs every, are probably, the dogs are probably going to kill you. The dogs... The bear is definitely going to kill you. The bear is definitely going to kill you. At least with the dogs, you could run and jump up a tree, and dogs can't climb a tree. A bear can climb up a fucking tree, tree and eat you. You know, the, the, those things are so vicious. The one thing that gave me pause is maybe you could do the whole play dead thing and fool the bear, where maybe the dogs wouldn't go for the playing dead thing. But uh, yeah, at least with the dogs, you have maybe a 5% chance of living. But with the bear, you have like a 1% to 0% chance. I always read about people that, uh, you know, the bear surprises them in their camps and they roll up into a ball and kind of play dead and the bear just gnaws on their head. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they, eat, they eat garbage. If they find a human lying on the ground in a ball, they're like, sweet, dude. 
Like I'm reminded of one of our college friends. Who I, know, I know he would not have his name mentioned, so I won't. But his, his dream was to have a a bear chained up that was like on IV sedation, like constant IV sedation, and it would just be your couch. So like instead <laughs> of having a bearskin rug, you would have like an actual bear that you just sort of like lay around on, It'd be like warm and soft. A living bear. Yeah, but he'd be sedated. Like on a constant, not not heavy sedation, but like on a sort of a drip. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was funny. It would be kind of awesome. You know, I was watching uh, some some video the other day where this guy, he trains bears to be in movies and commercials. And he's yeah. had this bear since it's been like a cub. And he brings this thing out to bars. I mean, the bear's like a couple years old now. It's huge. And he'll just bring it out to bars. It's like in Vancouver. He brings it out to bars, and everyone's like, oh, hey, look, a bear. And they're all, like, happy and friendly. Right. Wait until that thing just rips someone's head off. Because it can. Were we talking about novelty pets last week? I know, but, I mean, it's just. It's just another level of that. Well, but, but that's the thing, though, with, the, with, or maybe it was two weeks ago we were talking about that with the snakes, the roaches. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is with those things, like, a bear, at least a dog, yeah, you got six Dobermans or Rottweilers chasing after you. You could probably take out one and then maybe run, jump up a tree or jump up a wall and you'd be fine. A bear can run like 30 miles an hour. It's also as strong as like... <laughs> Is there, did you look this up on Wikipedia or did you just make that shit up? I'm making it up. I don't know. How I don't think a bear can run 30 miles they an say, hour. They say that uh, when you're in Alaska and you take a picture of bears, you got to be like 400 yards back because they can like, make this like 300 yards because like, they run 30 miles an hour. I don't know about that. I think a cheetah only runs like 22 miles. <laughs> Bears are faster than cheetahs, Wackley. I don't right. know no, I agree that they're probably fast, but just 30 miles an hour is really fast. They could beat you in a fucking foot race, all right? Not not, not over a long distance. I'm the hot day meat chaser. <laughs> all right. So uh, it, dogs it is for both of us. No though- weapons, though, because my, usually my thing is... Uh, like when I see somebody with a dog and I'm like, that person does not look like they're in their control of their dog. And you're walking down the sidewalk and you're like, if that dog comes at me, key in the eyeball. Fucking that shit up. And the, and the owner's going to be fucking horrified. And I'm going to say, should have fucking kept your dog in check, bitch. <laughs> All right. Here's the second thought experiment here for the Halloween show. This is Halloween themed. Okay. Spooktacular. Okay. So zombies. They eat people, so really? logic would dictate that they have to shit. So why isn't there shit all over the world in shows like The Walking Dead or like um, that other zombie movie? What's it called? <laughs> Day of the Dead, yeah. <laughs> or Who says or there anything isn't? of... Oh, you don't see any, though. Yeah, but I mean, there's animals all over the place, and you you sort of see the shit once in a while. But it's not. I mean, there's birds everywhere, and you see bird shit on your car. But just normally walking around, you're not like, oh my god, everything is covered in bird shit. This woman's never been to San Francisco's Tenderloin. And <laughs> <laughs> the Tenderloin, I mean, they're, they're more or less they are kind of like zombies. But her argument would be, yes, I have been to the Tenderloin, but. You know, there's not as much shit in The Walking Dead as there is in The Tenderloin. To which I would say, in The Walking Dead, they're often walking around in high grass. You know, I just realized this this 
call isn't really even a thought experiment. Let me play it out. Maybe it becomes yeah, a thought maybe experiment. Maybe it becomes one. Sure. I just went off. We'll see here. Dead. Or is it that they're dead and that their digestive system is uh, is dead and they'll just get like bloated and explode eventually? It's something I've been wondering. Yeah. That was like, just like something I've been wondering. And it's just this really weird, awkward pause. I think she just dropped the phone and walked away. Maybe she's a zombie. Maybe she's becoming a zombie and she doesn't know whether she's supposed to shit or not. She's so this transition phase, <laughs> this isn't even a thought experiment, but it is an interesting question. It is definitely. An, it is a thought. I think it's a thought experiment. What happens? Maybe it's not an experiment, but he's, you know, it's, it's a, a thought provoking question. It's philosophy. I mean, yeah. Do it's a philosophical shit. question. So do zombies defecate? So they eat humans. Where does the uh, detritus go? Where does the uh, the food go? I mean, do, does their digestive system work? Do they become really bloated and explode? No, because you'd see a lot of bloated zombies in those movies and you never do. They always look so thin. They always look so thin and bedraggled. The one in the well had absorbed a bunch of water was the problem. Remember that? Oh, and uh, yeah, that was like one of the only action scenes in season two. In the entire season, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, but I mean, wh- where does the food go? They devour a whole corpse. I think they shit. I don't think they shit. I think you know what they do? I they totally just... think that. I don't think, they, I don't think they stop walking around to shit. I just think sort of shit just trickles out of their <laughs> assholes like, as if they were like sort of like old people, old demented people in an old folks home. And they smell, you know, they smell awful. You know, they smell. Just, they smell bad because they're rotting. I don't think they shit because the reason you shit is because your body is taking nutrients from the food that you just consumed, and it's pushing through your living system and your living organs, and then pushing out the the refuse, the stool that they don't need. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I, I just think, buy that. I think the other thing she's missing is that if your theory is correct. The zombies don't eat very often. That's why they're so excited when they see a living person. Maybe it takes It's some... not like they're eating all day living people and like, oh, but the, where's the shit going? Oh, you, there's conservation of mass that's not being followed here. But like, no, the zombie sort of lives like, you know, an entire year and maybe Without eats one eating. time. Yeah. And I bet you like they're, yeah, they just, they're, they're animated, reanimated flesh. They're wandering around. Maybe once a year they come upon a human or some living creature that they can consume. The other rest, I mean, the rest, the other 364 days are just wandering around. Which probably I still squeezed. maintain that they do shit. I mean, their eyeballs are working, their legs are working. Their sense are their of lung, smell. Are they, right? Do they breathe? Yeah, they smell. They They're smell. smelling, so they must be breathing. And they can hear because they can, they can hear. hear so all these, these are all sort of quasi. Uh, you know, non-conscious parts of your body, which is like what your digestive system digestive system is. I think they shit. I just don't think there'd be any need for them to digest anything. No, but just because your body isn't taking nutrients from the human flesh that you're eating doesn't mean that, you know, your digestive tract isn't moving the material through your body. Maybe. I wonder, what do you think zombie shit looks like? Gross. It's the grossest. <laughs> I mean, just they're not eating stool. a lot of fiber, number one, <laughs> except for the actual clothes that they chew through. 
Do you think it's just like pure diarrhea? Yeah, I do. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it just trickles out. It's not like they sit down and, you know, squat down in a corner or like, and they're embarrassed. Like they don't want the other zombies to see them shitting. No, it's just like they just keep walking and it's just coming out. <laughs> so you're saying they don't use... <laughs> and they're already out growling all the time. <laughs> I mean, what's the difference? All right. Here's, here's, the, uh, here's another actual thought experiment. I like this one. Sick and wrong. What's up? It's a Canadian rapper. Just realized I hadn't called you guys in way too long. So I wanted to say hi. Been having busy times, man. It's my birthday in a couple days and I'm going. Wait, who's this? The, the Canadian rapper, Justin Bieber. <laughs> the I'm Canadian joking. rapper. Do we ever get his rap name? I, 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 we just call him Canadian rapper. Happy birthday there, Canadian rapper. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like he's uh he's he's like DJ Klon no he's not at MC Klondike bar or something like that. I don't know what it was. It was uh yeah, it was something like that or MC Labats. Um back to my hometown in 2 days cuz I've been living in Vancouver. Anyway, you guys wanted you guys said you wanted a thought experiment last week, so I thought of a cool one. So you you become a ghost for a week, right? And you have two choices. You can either, like, for the entire week, 24-7, you, like, you can float around and watch shit, or you can, you can, um, each day for 12 hours, you can possess Ron Jeremy's body, right? And you might, like... I admit Ron Jeremy's not the most good-looking individual, but you could do cool celebrity shit and bang a lot of hot chicks. So you might want to go with that, but the twist is that, like, the rest of the 12 hours, you possess the body of a really ugly flat so. Okay, so, yeah, you can either go Ron Jeremy, then the flat so, each day for a week, and, like, actually experience shit, or you can just float around doing your thing, watching things, but you don't really get to experience anything. You're just kind of spectating. Let me know. Peace. Well, what do you think there, Waggler? I mean, the implication that it, like, sucks to be a flatso. <laughs> it sucks to be fucking a flatso. It doesn't necessarily suck to be a flatso, especially if you're only going to do it for like 12 hours a day for a week. I mean, yeah, I, I, I go into Braun Jeremy's body. I do some of those porns where he's the old guy fucking some like 18 year old hot chick. And then I get into the flatso's body and I eat a bunch of amazing food. And I, yeah, obviously. Amazing food. What? Like truck stop food? Yeah. Chicken, <laughs> whatever I want. I don't care. It's not my body. I'm just renting it. Yeah, but Okay. Think about this, it's like though. It's like renting a car and beating the fuck out of it, yeah. Yeah, but think about this. You're going to be inside this flanso's body just being abused by these gross, sweaty truckers. No, like no, getting there just, was no mention that I have to go whore myself out at the truck stop. That's what flatso's do for money. That's what you do. No, that's what lot lizards do. He did not say lot lizard. If he meant lot lizard, he should I have think said lot lizard. He was implying flatso lot lizard. Same thing. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know about that. So you're going to have to get pounded by some overweight, fat, trucker Paul-like dude. Well, then, okay. Well, then I changed Shoved into his dirty, sweaty genitalia in your mouth. 
Then I change my vote. <laughs> I actually, personally, you know, I think Ron Jeremy lives a very dismal life. I bet you right, it's but in- you're not living his life. You're living 12 hours a day of his life for a week, right? Yeah, but, you know, I, I would say, from what I've heard, Ron Jeremy doesn't have a very glamorous life. I mean, he used to. I don't think now he does. Does anybody as much. think he does now? I mean, this is a revelation to anybody. Well, no, like this dude saying, "Oh, you get to go around and do all this Hollywood stuff, and uh, you get to go fuck all these young chicks." If it was Johnny Depp, let's say you got to go into Johnny Depp's body or some other young cool guy. What? What's a? What's another young cool guy that gets a lot of ass? Timberlake. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Just, yeah, Justin Timberlake. Let's there say you you're... I know he just got married, but let's say before he got married. Yeah, if he you got could, married to Jessica Biel, I'd like to which have would some be like, fucking awesome week, too. After, week after wedding sex with her. That'd be good. But think about it. Like, you could... Before he got married, while he's still single, you could fuck anything you want. I, yeah, for sure. I would love to be in Justin Timberlake's body, and it'd be worth it for me to spend 12 hours in a flat so getting rammed by some gross hairy trucker. It'd be worth it for me just to experience... Justin Timberlake's life for a day, but, right, but, but here's the other thing, Justin Timberlake and, uh, Johnny Depp, they actually have to work Well, I don't, I don't think that, yeah, they work for what, but they do what two movies Ron a year Jeremy does any like real work. Ron Jeremy just sits in his house by himself, probably looking at all his memorabilia crying. Have you seen that he movie? Does porn those, star? He does those porns with those young girls. I haven't just seen he that. does maybe one or two a year. I don't think he does that much anymore. Four. Maybe four. Okay. I would line them all up so, for that week. But what, okay, maybe if you got him that week, then yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. He's the fuck all those eighteen-year-old porn starlets. But I would right. say Ron Jeremy's life, his no, typical everyday life. I'm not saying I want it long term. I agree with you there. I don't think it would be that bad being a ghost floating around. Just get to look at everybody. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to. I, would get, I think I would get bored. I would fuck with people. I would just kind of cruise around, checking shit out. I guess you couldn't do anything, but I think it'd be cooler than being fucking Ron Jeremy in some flats. Yeah, I, I would probably be like, not to be too nerdy, but I'd be like, what the fuck really goes on in Area 51 anyways? Fly over there, check it out. Oh, nothing. It's really boring. Check out the Pentagon. Yeah, I would do all sorts of shit. I'd go haunt some people. I think, it, I go think to, it'd be go kind to of Hef, fun. The Hef, what's that place called? The Playboy, Playboy Mansion. Playboy Mansion, man. Yeah, Stay be... away from any of Hef's like, weird old people areas, but just check out the rest Watch of it. Watch out like for the ghost of syphilis that's cruising around in there. It's Maybe disgusting. fly to the moon. Why not do that? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. I think I it'd be kind of fun. what the fucking moon is like. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I guess we'll find out. Fly up I there. Think, oh, it's fucking boring. I think that's what I do. We we have one more. Should we do one more or are we get we out of running out of time here? We'll do one more. You can right. cut it out later in Popro. Okay. We're doing one more here. This is the last thought experiment. Halloween theme. Spooktacular. Sick and wrong all day, you degenerate cocksuckers. And D, you filthy, filthy Jew. I hope that um Another Holocaust round comes around for you. Okay, this is my thought experiment. I guess I'm playing a regular phone call here. <laughs> this is our typical sick and wrong phone calls. He's angry. Yeah. Anti-Semite. B, you are on a table with one of those sword penis things like in that movie 7, and it's strapped to your, you know, strapped to your unit, and Wackerly is hoisted above you on cables, and you have a button... That will either put a dildo into your asty, or the other button will lower Wackerly down onto your sword penis contraption, 
And the crazy part is you don't know which one is what. What would you do? <laughs> what would you do? I don't have really any part in this one. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not really up to you. It's kind Can of I up to me. Can I some clarifying questions to hopefully help you along? Yeah, what you got? Does the button, like, inch me down or inch the dildo into your ass? Like, or, you know, just like a little bit at a time? Or once you push it, is it like all the way? I mean, both options just sound terrible. I don't know. I mean, he made it sound like I... There aren't even options, though. You don't even know which button yeah. is which. Is there an option to not push a button? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It's like, well, what if you just... What, what, is there an inaction option? Can you just sit there and be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm not going to do either. Or do you have to? I imagine well, you like, have I'm gonna, to. I'm not going to be like... I don't like hanging up there by wires forever. So I wonder what would happen. Like, I could just press one. You're either impaled or then I get fucked in the ass. But let's say... You know, I get fucked in the ass, and what happens? You're free? I would hope so. And then we could both go, and I got a dildo just shoved in my ass. Probably have to get is some stitches. So what? That's not that bad. You no, it isn't that it, bad. You didn't say it was an oversized dildo. You could, you could take a dildo in the ass without needing stitches. Well, who knows? I'm just saying, what if it's, like, built to the size of, like, a, you know, like a big, huge, like, black man's dick or something? I would think he would have specified Like a horse that. cock. Let's say it was like a Mr. Hand-sized dildo. I think he would have specified that. He just By the fact that he just said a dildo means an, your average-sized dildo. Oh, then that wouldn't be you're too gonna be, bad. You're going to be sore, okay? All I would rather do that than have my co-host be impaled on a sword. I know. What are you going to do the rest of the shows with Sleazy E? Oh, God. Could you imagine? No, but so, okay. But the thing is, though, I mean, so what happens? I just have to choose one of those buttons? Because it kind of sucks either way. I guess I'd rather if I had the choice, which I don't really, because I don't know which button to press. Yeah, I'd probably just take a dildo in the ass and then you wouldn't have to die. Yeah. Thanks, dude. <laughs> you really do have the spirit of Halloween. <laughs> you can you can just thank Plus, the... I think you kind of just want a dildo in the ass. You can yeah, thank the cool. great This pumpkin. is a baby step. I guess it. I guess it all depends on uh, on uh, how nice Wackerly is to me that week. Then maybe, but it still doesn't matter because I wouldn't know which yeah. button to press. It's kind anyway. of a meaningless question. It's like you, you, you should have said you know, and you should have given us the what happens if you don't like, push a button. It was something like this: like if you don't push a button in one minute, you're gonna get both things happen. Yeah, both things are gonna happen. So you have, have a to, dildo in your ass and my impaled corpse. So here's one button with a dildo. Here's one button with a, with a, with a knife. But yeah, I guess to keep this podcast alive and because of my love and adoration of all our fan base, I would take a dildo in the ass for you people. <laughs> what if you liked it? <laughs> Secretly have to but like, that tell, suck, tell your new girlfriends like, look, this one time this really crazy thing happened and I don't have time to explain it right now, but I just need you to stick your... A dildo in my ass. No, but what, get would, off. what would suck about it is what if I had to have that scenario in order to get off? Like I had to have, you know, a girl or a person hung up, oh, suspended above me. And I yeah. had to have this like sword contraption on my crotch. And I had to have a dildo poised right to shove inside my anus. And that's the only you way to get You'd be less off. likely to get laid than Migley in his creepy no furniture <laughs> apartment. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Well, people, call the Sick Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846. We always do love to hear your creative thought experiments. Uh, we're on our way out of here, but uh, real quick, if you haven't already listened to the show and subscribed to the show on iTunes, 
you should be doing that because I really don't know where you go to listen to the show. It's funny how how often we get these emails from people who are like, where can we get your archives? I want to listen to the first shows that you guys recorded. And then I'm like, dude, just subscribe on fucking iTunes. You'll get them all. Okay. We don't have I don't, them. I don't, I don't, I'm anti-Apple. <laughs> you don't have to buy a Mac. It's free. Just install iTunes on your fucking you computer. Put it on your goddamn phone. They make a fucking app. Now, that's Android or, uh, you know, on iPhones. I don't know. The but iPhone do, one sucks, by the way, but... I'm it probably does. It but iTunes actually helps us out, because that's yeah. where people find out about podcasts. So if you go there, subscribe, rate, the and comment. premier venue for podcast browsing. It is. So uh, it does help us out if you actually subscribe and rate the show there. So please do that. Sick and Wrong t-shirts. Cheap trick version. The cheap trick inspired tees are now available at sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Uh, people, I did receive a lot of orders this week. I'm going on vacation. I'm about to leave for holiday, so you're not going to get these shirts for a couple weeks. <laughs> but when I get back, um, I will be mailing out tees when I return. So um, just hang tight. I know you probably won't get laid during this period of not having a sick and wrong tee. But once, once I do get back and you do get that tee and you start wearing it out to the local pub, you'll get copious amounts of ass. So you'll be thanking us. Save it up. Also, uh, I've been getting a lot of questions about the book, Play Something Dancy. I'm just going to clear up a couple things. Okay, it is available now. If you want, you can go buy it. You can go look up uh, the facebook.com slash play something and just go buy it. But I'm asking people to wait till 11.5 to buy it. Remember, remember the 5th of November. The reason being is you can just go to, if you go to Amazon and you buy it on 11.5 and a bunch of people buy it that day, it boosts the ranking of the book. So more people can see it. So it actually helps it helps me out. More people buy it. So just wait till November fifth and buy it. Have a little patience for fuck's sake. Also, are you going to tell us how much you 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 make on that day, or are we going to be left in the dark? I did, I'm not going to make that much money. I'm not even. I'm selling for like five bucks. Number of copies. I'm saying a number of copies sold. All right. If I can figure out how to do it, you know what's been a total bitch is the iBook store. The Apple iBook store? God, it's like seriously. everything else associated with Apple. It's, yeah, oh, it's it such a bitch. It took me fucking two hours to figure out how to get it up there. And now I can't figure out how to do a search on the iBook store to even find it. Mm. Oh, it's, it's, it's the most convoluted cryptic software I've ever even had to use. Kindle, like, Kindle took me like 10 minutes. Barnes & Noble Nook, even less, like seven minutes. I love my Kindle. Yeah, Pro Kindle Kindle Kindle's so much better, people. Seriously, Apple's just a fucking pain in the fucking ass. The only other question I've been getting from a lot of people is, do you have a print version available? You don't need to have a print version. You don't. You can actually get Kindle on your desktop computer, and you can read it on your computer. Or, if you must have a print version, I am actually working with a company right now that does make a print version for Amazon. So you can order a print on demand. So if you want a print version, you're going to be able to order a print version. It's probably not going to be up for another few days, but I'm planning to have that up there soon. So um, look for updates. I'll let everybody know when it's available on Facebook, on Twitter, or uh, dsimon.net, the new site. But 11.5, November 5th, that's when you should buy it. Wackily, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week, my favorite Halloween-themed band. They're my favorite band to listen to on Halloween. There's a couple of bands I always listen to on Halloween. The Misfits and the Cramps. I think the Cramps are the best Halloween band. Did you ever see them? Did you ever see them on Halloween? Three or four times, actually. Strangely enough, it's one of the bands I've seen more times than any other band. 
Not because I sought it out all the time, but people other people going. always seem to be going, and then sometimes they'd be playing randomly at some like weird event that I would be at. I always the thing is with them in San Francisco. They used to play Halloween night every year, and you know I I was just you know I'm a, I love the Cramps and they're one of my favorite bands. So when I moved to San Francisco, that's what they used to do. So I've seen them like six times, like six Halloweens. I've seen the Cramps, mm-hmm. and uh, it bums me out. Lux Interior died in two thousand nine. Yeah, a couple done. years ago, and they're done. I mean, you'll never get to see that again. But the last time I saw the Cramps is at the Fillmore, and I just remember there are all these young kids there that were just kind of like they look like they're bored. Like they're like, "What's this guy doing?" And there's Lux Interior. Just, I mean, Lux Interior is old enough to be their grandpa easily. He, he was sixty-two when he died. Yeah. yeah, talk about a guy that lived a fucking insane life. And you know, he was married to Poison Ivy, the guitarist. I did know that, but yeah. it always it's surprised. It's never. It was weird to me. Like, cause you think of people who are in bands, whenever two people in a band get married or in a relationship, it either, the band ends up sucking or the, the relationship goes to shit like Fleetwood Mac. The thing is with them though, they were together since like, I saw this picture of uh poison Ivy sitting on Lux's lap and like from 1970, it was on that site, disinformation.com, disinfo.com. And right. they, they look like hippies. But this, yeah. so they've well, been together all, all since all people have been in band, all bands that have been around for that long started out as hippie bands. But they they weren't even like psycho whatever garage punk or whatever they became. But uh, at that time, but I think they were in in college together. I think that's what they met where they met, and they they were together for that long. Makes me wonder though, because that guy was so fucking weird. He was, I was so gonna say, weird. I always thought he was gay. That was the other thing that I thought was struck me as weird when somebody told me that they were married. I don't, I don't I, know. I thought he was homo. Look he, at I him. Mean, he looks like, but, the, but you say the same thing with, uh, what's his name? David Johansson from New York Dolls. They kind of look yeah, the same. They true. have the same kind of body type. He, I, th- I think he was just one of those people that can't be categorized. Yeah, you know, so I, should, I should really ease up on the labeling. I don't know. I, I, I just remember one year I saw him. I think it was had to have been like 2007 or 2008. He was playing at the Warfield. And he like was wearing this like latex pants, which he ripped off, so his fucking junk was hanging out. Then he mm-hmm. tried to pull Poison Ivy's pants down while she was playing, and she <laughs> like kept stepping away from me. He was just, he was a mess. He drank like an entire fifth of Jack on stage, kept spitting it out over the crowd. wasn't singing the songs properly. I mean, he was just a mess. And then he just like got really upset. Kicked the drum, like kicked the drum in, like broke the drum, and then just walked off stage. And they only played like four songs. And they wouldn't hmm. give you a refund. Every like time it, I saw them, they were extremely tight. So I yeah, never had that kind of experience. That was only one time ever. I've seen him wasted, but he played a full show. That was the only time I ever saw him. That was like they played maybe five songs, four or five songs. And then he flipped the fuck out. And the rest of the band kind of kept playing, thinking he was going to come back out. Mm-hmm. And he just never did. Yeah, I happens. think I think he just passed out. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Something. But uh, a, an amazing band, people, and this uh, this song is called "What's Inside a Girl," and it's from an album called "A Date with Elvis," which is a seventh album by uh, by the Cramps, recorded in '85. Um, you know, let's drink to Lux, Lux Interior. Happy right. Halloween, there, buddy. Yeah, in your grave. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a zombie. Who knows? I think you'd be a great zombie. So we're gonna end the show here with "What's Inside a Girl." People will be back next week. With uh, episode uh, 354. I wish everybody a safe and happy Halloween. And I hope you have a little more Halloween spirit than uh, Wackerly over here. 
which isn't that hard. Seriously, you could just go buy maybe six candy corns, and you already have more Halloween spirit than Wackerly. Candy corn is disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, happy Halloween, people. We'll be back next week. Till then, take it sleazy.